When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of the Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women podcast, we dive deep into online dating. We have the head of marketing for OkCupid, who's going to give us all the secrets, all the insider tips on how to use online dating most effectively and to your advantage. She's breaking all the rules and sharing all the secrets with us. So keep listening. Welcome to the Ask Women podcast. We're so happy you're back. I'm your host, Kristen Carney, along with Marnie Kinress. And today we are going to get into all the hacks and all that techie stuff that dudes like to listen to that Marnie and I don't know a thing about (laughs) because we have Melissa Hobley here who is from OkCupid. And so she's got the inside info on how these apps work, their algorithms, all that shit. So, Melissa, thanks for hanging out and giving us some of this insider info that we're so desperately in need of. Yes. Ladies, thank you so much for having me. I have been in the dating app space for five years now at OkCupid, which, by the way, is free. So you have no excuses. Mm -hmm. And I have seen it all. And I am on, currently, I am on 26 apps around the world. 26 apps? 26 apps. I what's really fun also is I go on as all the things. I'll go on as a guy, as a girl, as young, old, because I need to see how people are talking and dating and swiping. And I have seen it all. The people that listen to the show are all men. Maybe there's like 5% women, but mainly it's men who are single who are like, how do I win with online dating? And I'm going to Prefaces with a short little story. So I just came back from Punta Mita with my two girlfriends who are single and they are on The League and Hinge. And like, I've seen many women use apps before, but like, I was just blown away by how they were using these apps and how quickly they, I know that this happens, but just how quickly they evaluated somebody, how quickly they labeled somebody. It's all fear-based, 100%. Like this one guy that my friend was chatting to. They had an exchange of like two messages and then he wrote back. He's like, I'm really looking for a solid relationship. I'd prefer to get off this app as quickly as possible and talk. And she just put her foot down and she goes, that's a fake person. She goes, that's a scam. And I was like, that's interesting that you said that. So I just did that twice the other day. Yeah. So one guy, immediately we exchanged like three lines and I'm trying to do a little bit of what George Costanza would do, which is do the opposite. Yes. Oh my God. Please tell me what you did. Do the opposite. Normally I would, if he asked me to get off the app after like two lines, I would say no, but I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm going to have 
chicken salad instead of tuna on toast. I'm going to do chicken salad on rye. And I'm going to say yes. And I'm going to give him my number and I'm going to get off the app. And so I gave him my number and we got off the app and it was clear he was not a real person Mm. or something to that extent. And so then I just blocked the number. I immediately blocked the number and I blocked the account, but I tried it. But you tried it. So this is a thing. So Melissa, is this a thing that people are doing? This is a thing. I think this is really good. And I know about your show. I did my homework and I love the show. I think you're giving like such good real advice. First of all, second, I think that's actually a good place to start is because first of all, I'm the only executive at a dating app that will maybe say dating apps are hard and they sometimes are fucking annoying. So just to get that out of the way, for sure. (laughs) And by the way, Hinge and Tinder are sister brands. That's not really a known thing, but we're owned by the same company. Yeah. So I know, I know how all the apps work. And I think what you started with is a really good point, which is scam and spam. Mm -hmm. Because there's different things, right? You've got spammers and then you have scammers. Tinder swindler. It's amazing if you haven't seen it. Oh, yes. Right. So both of those things exist and women are bigger targets. And so it's just a good thing for the guys out there listening that dating is already hard, but you should be aware that women are... I mean, you just gave me two stories in less than 30 seconds of women being scammed. So guys should just know that if you... I just kind of like have a little bit of grain of salt, have a little bit of empathy because it is harder for women just on dating apps and in bars, right? I am completely surprised, to be honest with you, that you would say women are the bigger target because it seems like men have all these women on there that they look hot, that sexy. They have nothing in their bio, but guys, they don't think with their brain. They think with their thing. And then they're like, also wipe right on her. And she's clearly a bot. I'm just really, really surprised that women are bigger targets. Because women tend to want to believe. Women are more often looking for Mm -hmm. love. And so they're more optimistic, they're more hopeful. Guys, you're right. They think with their dicks and they see like what looks like some girl at a Vegas pool who's like stunning and could be a Victoria's Secret model. And that's all it takes. Mm -hmm. Women have a harder time because look at the two stories you just told me. You had a couple of lines of conversation. They're probably telling you lovely things. It feels organic. It feels real. Well, also, sorry to cut in, but also the guys look more real. And I can see how that would be easier trick. Because I'm like, okay, both of these guys, they're not Brad Pitt but they're also dressed really well. Yes. Each picture is pretty yeah. cool. One was supposed to be from Germany. He was European, but he had like this really European look. And so it was really hard to decipher. Is this a legit guy who could put together all of these great pictures and have this great style and fashion sense and not be drop dead gorgeous, but present himself awesomely? Could that actually be real? Turned out not to be. And then the other guy, he said immediately, like, what's your number? And I said, it's a little too early for the number. We've only exchanged two lines. And he said, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, if that was like a person who was really speaking English well, would know what I meant. Mm -hmm. So then that was clear that that was also someone who wasn't real or was in some like random country somewhere. And this is what's really hard is you could, it may have been a real person, but who English was not their first language. It could have been, or it could have been a bot, but right, you, right. you know, bots are getting better. You can see them in all, you know, this is not just a dating app problem. You see them, I mean, even Twitter. Everywhere. Like, what, what just happened this week? 20% of Twitter's users are bots. So this is an issue that tech has to deal with. 
And they take you the reason why. So here's the insider thing. The reason why they get you off the app is because we will shut shit like that down. And we now have software that looks for language and we'll pay attention if someone's like, get off the app or this. So they want you to go off the app because then we can't catch that. By the way, if you ever see that or you ever notice it, definitely tell the app because every week we get a little bit better at shutting down fake accounts, shutting down bots. But the most important thing to do is immediately tell us this was a scammer or a spammer and definitely not who they said they were. What's happening is in some cases, they are grabbing photos off of the dark web. So this is an issue in all the apps, Plenty of Fish, Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, everybody is dealing with this where it's like a cute single dad. And exactly what you said, Kristen, they're not, it feels real because they're not models. They're not whatever. Guys, like, they're like, oh, she's super hot and she messaged me. Of course it's real. Women are like, well, he's not perfect. And he's like, this is a single dad. I'm like, I don't feel real. Yeah. Yeah. And people get embarrassed if it's not real or they ask for a gift card, ask for money and you should, it's okay to feel that way. Of course it does. And you know, it, it happens or the attempt to happen is to almost everyone, but to definitely tell us because we take that shit so seriously and we spend a lot of money and time on trust and safety, but there's tough stuff in dating, but there's also, I'm invited to weddings every single, uh, literally every week I get a wedding invitation. So they do apps still work. And right now as we're kind of coming, touch wood, coming out of the COVID insanity, there's a lot of new people. And why that's an important thing to like register is, have you ever gone somewhere and everybody's new and like the energy is just better? Yes. You know, versus mm-hmm. like, I was single in New York City for like 15 years. So I'm like just, <laughs> you know, a jaded bitch, like smoking yeah. my cigarettes. Like you cannot impress me, like fuck yeah. off, right? Yeah. And that's not how people are right now. They're like, I've been single for two years. I'm skin hungry. I want to make out. I want to get it on. I want to whatever. So it's a very, even if you're not an Cupid, that's fine. Get on something and get off. Oh, we just came up with a little tagline. Yeah, exactly. I know. <laughs> so it's a great time to date. Yeah. So what kind of insights can you share with the guys who are listening to the channel? So we just did a masterclass on online dating. I had an expert come in for two hours and the beginning portion of her presentation was about the algorithm specifically. I mean, this is from her own research that she was giving information, but I'd love to hear from you. Like, how does this algorithm actually work and how can the guys who are listening capitalize on how it works. Totally. Yeah. And there's some really easy things that people don't do that can help you have better connections, be more likely to meet people that you're into, that you're attracted to, that you want to take out, that you want to make out with whatever it is. So the first thing is the algorithms and all the apps do operate differently. And what you learn about that is when you do onboarding is the industry biz. So basically when you're setting up that profile and An app like Tinder makes the onboarding easy and quick. They want it to be low friction. Again, we say like in tech, but they want it to be easy and kind of fun to set up that profile so that you are often swiping, right? It should be like getting an Uber or ordering Uber Eats or whatever it is. So that's the first part. What people don't pay attention to is what are they asking you in the app? Use that to your advantage. If you, let's say you want, to be able to debate things with someone and having somebody that's engaged in what's going on in the world is like a turn on. Whether they agree or not, that's part of your thing. Or let's say you're a single parent and you'd like to also find someone that's a single parent because they get it. 
or you want someone that also has a college degree, whatever that is, use the, use what the app, the app has done the work. So use that to help filter on that, right? Like on OkCupid, if you're passionate about travel, you can filter on that. And that's an important deal breaker, right? If you love to travel and you're like, I cannot wait to get to wherever, you're not going to be as compatible with somebody that is like, I'm good. I'm from Indiana. A lot of people in Indiana don't like to travel. They're like, Florida's good. I'm actually, that's as far as I will go. Thank you very much. If you're like, let's go to Spain or Paris or Machu Picchu, that's not a good fit. So use what the apps are doing to help you find So I think what happens with a lot of people, so even with my girlfriends, you set up the profiles thinking like, I want to appeal to as many people as possible. And I think people forget, no, this is my dating space to express who I am so I can find the best match. So I love everything that you're saying. It's like, be more specific about who you are and what it is that you're looking for. That's right. Use the algorithms and then actually put shit in your profile. And here's the secret or the insight that people don't realize is a lot of guys and girls will put something like this. Just a laid back, chill guy looking for my partner in crime. That's great. On a coffee mug. What the fuck do I say (laughs) about that? And here's the secret is when we talk to daters, and I probably talk to 100 daters at least a week. When we talk to daters, men and women, they say, I don't know how to ask you anything about that. I can't like react to that. What's much better is, and listen, everybody also feels like they have to be funny and witty and like this, like, I'm not trying too hard, but I'm, you know, I'm cool. And like, you guys are funny. Kristen is a comedian. Like you guys are hilarious, but most people it's really hard. What about so, me? Uh, you know, like, <laughs> just an easy thing to do is like list it. Just do list. So it's like weekend, baseball game, Netflix and chill, whatever, brewery, couch time. Like be specific. Be specific. Albums that changed my life. Concerts that changed my life. Favorite spots I've visited. The worst TV shows. Put in something a little controversial too, like overrated shows. The Office. Parks and whatever, like put something in there. You're still showing your personality, right? So something a little bit controversial that somebody could pick. Sorry, but yeah, it totally will elicit a response. It will get someone to say, so, okay, he's cute. I like him or he looks like my style, but I love The Office and he just dissed The Office. So I'm not going to swipe left on him because he looks like he matches with me, but now I want to dig deep and get into why he does not like The Office. Yes, now I have something to ask about. And when you list things like bands and albums and list like 10 or TV, whatever you're into, or like your teams, are you Mets or Yankees? Like, what are you list out your things? You're increasing the chances that somebody has something in common with you. So on my profile, I have a picture of me doing a marathon because you have, you should have some kind of activity, but I have in there like, don't get any ideas. I hate running. I am a terrible runner. I did one marathon for a nonprofit and never fucking again. But a lot of people will say something to me like that. Like, I always wanted to do that. Should I do it? You know, or... It's a conversation starter. Yeah, they're conversation starters. And you are way more likely to get responses when you have actual stuff on that profile. And it's kind of like, you know, you see someone walk into your bar wearing the t-shirt of the concert that you just went to. And you're like, oh, it'd be so much easier. Like, I was just at that show. Amazing, right? Right. So you're giving them more to speak about. What are some other like trends that you're seeing right now? I love that you're saying that people are getting out. They're like ready to be skin to skin. They're not closed off in any way like they were the past couple of years. What else is happening? Oh, people, they're they're over it, especially 20-something daters. They're like, I don't care if there's a zombie apocalypse. I'm dating. I'm getting it on. I'm out there. Other trends are people being more upfront. So, and I love this. And I see it on guy profiles and girl profiles, which is like, hey, I'm looking for the real deal. So if you're not, don't swipe right. Yeah. 
And that's, listen, do people say that and they're lying? For sure. Especially like guys say that when they don't always mean it. But putting out there what you're into and what you want. You know, if you're a divorced parent, if you have a crazy schedule, maybe you're a nurse or you have a, you know, you work night shifts, like you can put that in your profile. And again, something people can react to. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and, of course, your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's really easy to get started, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to sign up today and use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. If you listen to the Ask Women podcast, then you are already miles and miles and miles ahead of other men when it comes to attracting and getting the girls you want. But I must confess, there's one missing piece in the puzzle, and that's flirting or the ability to ignite sexual chemistry with any girl you meet in a matter of minutes. Most guys suck at flirting. They can't flirt their way out of a paper bag. But as your personal wing girl, I can't let you be one of those guys. That's why I want to show you the most effective step-by-step formulaic approach to flirting with any girl you like. This formulaic approach has been tested on thousands of girls and has been proven to work like magic. Yes, magic. You just apply the formula and see results instantly, and it's that powerful. To find out everything about this flirting formula, all you have to do is go to winggirlmethod.com slash flirty. I've made a special video for you where I reveal what this formula is all about. Go to winggirlmethod slash flirty and you'll find out all about it. So now that we're heading out of cuffing season, which is that season where women want the guy to keep them warm at night so they're a little bit more easygoing or flexible on who they'll date, you're going to need to step up your game. And part of stepping up your game is stepping up your banter game. So many times guys lose out on girls because they don't know how to be fun, witty, engaging, clever, while also being down to earth and creating a real connection. So if you don't want to lose out on the chick because you don't know how to communicate and you're just boring and flat, then take a couple banter sessions with me. I promise you, your dates will go through the roof. Not just because you're throwing them up there because you're so muscular, but the actual number count is going to go up, I promise. So go to kristenandchill.com, scroll down, click banter, and choose your package to get those banter skills in shape where this summer, it's gonna be a lot easier for you to get the girl. And if you email me at kristenandchill.com, I may even send you a discount code so you can get these world-class skills at a discounted price. That's kristenandchill.com.
So I have a question that I know because some of my clients would be asking it. I have some men that I'm working with because I make profiles. They're looking to match younger. And the thing that I first try to do with them is do a little mini makeover where they don't look so older dad-like. You know, I'm like, get some cool, basic, like classic Ray-Bans instead of like your wraparound sunglasses or, you know, you don't wear a Tommy Bahama shirt, stuff like that. So I try to de-age them slightly, but I never want them to lie about their age. So like right now I have a guy who's like 60 and he says women in their fifties are too uptight for him and they're not the right energy. He really wants to date women in their forties. I don't know if women in their 40s would be appealing to this man, but how would he get to the women in their 40s? And is it possible? And does the algorithm hurt them, help them? How do they use it? That's a really good question. So what he is looking for and when he's setting his age preferences is one way to make him more he'll see more women when, cause you can say your age range on OkCupid okay, for sure, but most apps. But does that mean that if the woman doesn't have her age limit set to him, right? She's not exactly. going to see him. Exactly. Yeah. I was with a very famous artist recently who is a silver fox. He is so handsome and so great. And he was saying the same thing. And he's like, why don't I see anyone on my matches? I said, because you're dashing, but you're in your sixties. The average 40 something woman is not, she is cutting it off at 45 or 50 or 55. So this is the mismatch. Listen, go for what you want, but also maybe there, and you probably told them this. I'm sure there are some 50 something women that have that energy and you probably have put in your profile. Listen, I've got a lot of energy and I kind of need someone at my level. It's okay to say that. It's okay to say that. That's also, I mean, the semi downfall of online dating is that it is slightly more superficial, stereotyped, like it's flat, it's one dimensional. I mean, it's a wonderful thing. If I want a pair of shoes, I want to go to a shoe store. If I want to date, I want to go to an online dating app. But sometimes it is a little bit more limiting, even though you're presented with all these options. So to be honest, I would advise people who are in their 60s looking for women in their 40s that they would go to singles mixers and things like that where there isn't really that cap on the age. Because as you just said, if they have their height listed at 55, you're not even going to be seen by any women that you're interested in. 55 would be a very short man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's true. And listen, women are guilty of this. They will say to me, oh, guys are so superficial. They just swipe on looks. And then I'll watch them. Oh my God, they're all looks. they are just as quick at making those snap decisions. And so here's another like tip. At least four pictures on your profile increases your chances of likes and matches by 60%. So have at least four photos And I'm sure you guys have given this advice. You know, you've got like that profile photo, like when you're showing teeth and smiling, there's some data that says that's more likely to like get a a like. But it's when you're in a natural setting as well, rather than smiling straight forward. Yes. Yes, exactly. Like a candid, like no headshots. Yeah. Yes. No headshots. No, like your real estate bus ad. Like, don't do that. It looks like you are a scammer. And then here's the thing that people don't do. For sure. 70% of people set their profile and then they will not touch it. I saw a profile this morning, not an OkCupid on something else that was like, I can't wait for the Game of Thrones finale. (laughs) Wow, you have not even looked at your app. So here's a little spoiler alert. Here's what happened. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Unless they were joking, that's hilarious. And here's what happens to the algorithm. When you add something to your app, the algorithm lights up like you're new. 
when you're new, just like cell phone plans, everything else, when you're new is when you're treated the best. Algorithms like OkCupid's treat you like you're new and we show you to more people. Ah. Oh, so what are some other tricks like that to be shown to more people? Like- yes, yeah, so every two weeks, add something. And it doesn't have to be a photo because that's really hard. I get it. Like, But add shows you just binged. Add something. Okay. What about like taking off that photo that you had and then making a duplicate of it and re-uploading that same exact photo? You know what? That's such a great question. And I don't know. I've never been asked that before. It probably acts... It would probably trigger it. That's a real... I'm going to ask my data scientist. Okay. (laughs) How often should you be using the app so that you're rewarded for it? Yes. Okay. So if you... Ideally, a few minutes a day, at least. Like, you know, this is something that women do more than men, which is they're like, I'm trying to find someone. It's so hard. I'm like, how much time and energy are you putting into it? And meanwhile, like they have their masters, they train in triathlons, they volunteer, they worked 15 years to get this killer career. Right, single parent, exactly. Yeah, they work out every day. And then they're like, well, I, I don't know, not that much time and energy. So there's definitely also, we are saying we want something and we are putting not even close to the time and energy that we should, right? You're looking, if you're looking for real love, frankly, if you're looking for like a great hookup, like there are people looking for that too. And and by the way, OkCupid is all things. Some dating apps are serious or bust. We are not. We have a lot of people looking for serious, but if you're looking for short-term, we got that too. And so updating the profile is gonna like help you. The algorithm is gonna light up. It's gonna get you there getting on the app every single day, even if it's just a little bit. And then if you do nothing else, get online on Sundays. So this is like a secret that I'm surprised more of the apps don't tell you to do. Everybody gets online on Sundays and there's an immediacy to that. So if you match, you know, like both people have said yes and you've swiped right or send a message on Sunday, you're twice as likely to get a response. Interesting. Ooh, one thing that I did learn, sorry to interrupt you. So both my girlfriends, both like, kick-ass, badass women in the corporate world, like in charge of huge, massive teams, they both said, I'm not messaging a guy first. That's disgusting. They both said disgusting. Like it was a that gross of a thing for them to think about messaging a man first. And I thought that was really interesting. Can you maybe tell me why people match, but they don't message? Like, why does that happen? Yeah, so that happens for a reason. One is some people are on apps for the gamification or the ego boost. And I think guys are a little guiltier of this, right? They're just swiping right. And we've seen the videos of people doing that on Bumble. They're just like literally as fast as they can, right? Yeah. I've seen they have little machines with fake fingers. Yes. Just going. Yeah. Just going. And fuck that. Get out of here with that. And here's the second thing. So sometimes people are not there for the real reasons. And by the way, if you are looking for a series, it takes five minutes to set up your profile in OkCupid. So we... If you're just looking for gamification, you basically are like, I have too much work, I'm out. So we do, if you are looking for serious, there's a lot of data that says we do a better job of vetting out those people that are just not looking for that. The second thing I say is we can only do as much as you tell us. So if you don't take the time to use those matching features, like, I don't know why they're showing me these people. Well, yeah, we asked you and you said, fuck off. So what am I going to do with that, right? Like you told me you won't go to Hoboken, So I'm going to show you Staten Island. Right. (laughs) And that is such a terrible attitude to have ladies who won't message first. And here's why. Some of the most incredible, amazing people out there are shy. Mm -hmm. And they're going to say, Kristen and Martin, you guys are both gorgeous. 
And I'm sure, Marnie, your friends are gorgeous. And they are going to say, oh, she'll never respond to me. I'm not going to send a message. I work in tech, right? So I work with millionaire engineers. Mm-hmm. These guys will oh, never, yes. ever totally. hit on you in a bar. And they are barely going to get that first message out. But I'm telling you, they went to Carnegie Mellon. They went to Harvard. And they're worth $10 million and they're 27. So they're interesting, lovely humans. And they're smart and they're ambitious. Don't leave that out, right? And I, I get a frustrated woman say that too, because do you want the guy who can talk to every single girl? Oh, I know. Trust me. I wish I could go slap all these women and say, message first. You're letting opportunities pass you by. Well, I always wonder for guys, because we're on the show talking for guys. We're never asking the guys questions for women. And as a woman, I wonder... Is it gross to the guy when the woman writes first? Is that more masculine? And I, for me personally, because I teach people how to banter and have conversation on apps, I basically play the masculine role when I'm online dating. And I'm trying to turn down the volume of my, how humorous I am and how quick I am to maybe send the first message and all of those things, because I don't know if men find that attractive. So I think that's also why women hang off. Well, I'll tell you one thing to piggyback on that is, so my friend, so this guy wrote to her and said, you have a, you know, a beautiful smile. I'd love to chat. And he had great pictures. Maybe he was a bot as well. I don't know. But she wrote back this beautifully crafted, cute banter, adorable message that me and my other friend vetted. But it may have, it wasn't aggressive, but it was like something that Kristen probably would have recommended. Like it was perfection. And the guy unmatched her. I mean, that can happen for any reason. But it is interesting because there is this, just for the guys who are listening, there is this fear in women that if I am too masculine, if I'm too aggressive, if I'm too assertive, that is going to be a turn off for you. Even if you like it later on after you know me. I think that's really interesting. And, And, you know, my first reaction is, if Kristen, it's really you, the right guy is going to be so attracted. Don't hide any of that. Don't turn it down because it's so hot. You're already hot. The fact that you're funny makes you even hotter. And the right guy is going to love that and be like, fuck yes. Well, I just want to state for the record, I had the best banter last night with a guy from Tinder. We were bantering from like 10 p.m. till 1 a.m. And then we just bantered like this afternoon. And I was like, I kind of have to go because I have work. You know, I had to do this basically. Wait, that's so amazing. And you were yourself. Did you tone it down? And I was myself. Yes. I need to be updated on this. I was so myself at one point that like, I was like, Ooh, that might've been too much myself, but he kind of paused and then understood it and then went with it, you know? So I was so like, no, but Melissa, you make such a really good point. And like Kristen is sharing this as well. Like exactly what you said in the beginning of the show about really putting out there who you are. So somebody else can bite, right? Like the more you put about who you are. Yeah. If you're vanilla and like pleasing and pleasing to everybody, nobody's going to want to take you in because you're not eliciting a response from them, some sort of guttural feeling. So I think that this is really good information for the guys who are listening. Yes. Don't tone it down or change who you are. It's going to come out anyway. It's going to come out anyway. And again, the right person is going to be really, really attracted to that. I'm a really, <laughs> can't tell, I'm now going person. I, You're very timid online, I can guess, right? I'm very yes. timid. <laughs> and my husband, and I thought that would be like a good fit for me. And my husband is this hot Australian and he's actually a little more subdued mm-hmm. and it works. So what I mm-hmm. thought was right for me was someone at my level and actually 
it's, and it's not that opposites attract, but it's that it's actually a real compliment, but I just was myself and he, and he enjoyed it. He enjoyed yeah, it. And so that's how you also figure out like dating apps, by the way, cannot fully predict chemistry. We can't, we can tee it up. We can tee it up. And then you have to do the meetup. You have to see if that chemistry is there, but you really have to be yourself to get there. Yeah. Can we maybe give some tips for guys about how to go through profiles? Yeah. So this weekend when I was with my girlfriends, one girlfriend has been seeing this guy for three years, but she was just sort of like window shopping because he's not committing and whatever. So she's just on there. And I was seeing like who she was looking at and swiping on. And I was just like, these aren't your guys. Like they're not your guys. And then I said, if the guy you're seeing was on here and you saw his picture, would you swipe on him? And she goes, probably not. And I said, okay, well then you have to adjust how you're looking at these. So for the guys who are listening, how would you advise that they go on that app and look through these profiles? Like step one, step two, step three. Like, do you say, ignore the looks, look at the profile first or what, what would you advise? Yeah. Well, it's also, it's so great that you gave her that advice. And again, women need to like get rid of the, like, he has to be six one. He has to do this. Like you've just cut out like <laughs> demographics. Oh you just cut out like 97% of the population. So, yes. so stop with the list. Just stop. You know, with men, one thing that's really fun to do is if you have like a good girlfriend or a sister guy and don't let them look at the photo, let them swipe for you. Right. I mean, that's what, you know, you guys also like do as services, which is great. So you should hire these ladies. You know what they're doing. And just have them read the description. Listen, you do need to have like that chemistry. You do need to want to take somebody's clothes off. But we are making snap decisions in less than a second. And we're doing it too quickly. And what I say to people is like, it would feel really shitty if someone took less than a second to look at your profile. So one thing that you can do, and it feels really awkward and long, but just even if you take three seconds, which sounds so crazy, like three seconds, I could do that. But if you make yourself do it, you're actually, you're slowing yourself down and you're looking at that. Also, algorithms learn what you like. So in OkCupid, okay where we have the best algorithm, we've been doing this a long time, so we're very good at it. A long time, yeah. You're like at the central. Whenever they have these charts for all of the different online, like you guys are at the central hub. We're, yes. And we're all things, we're everywhere, we're global. We are head engineers now at Tinder, if it tells you anything. So we know what we're doing, we're very good at this. But as you're swiping, the algorithm is learning. At least it okay, keep it. It's learning what you like. And so we become better at it the more you're swiping, which is also why you should try to do a little bit every day or every other day. And, you know, with guys, it's a similar thing. Guys don't have these lists that women tend to. That's how they talk about what they're looking for. But they do tend to be narrow. So yeah. open. Maybe they should create lists then of what it is that they're looking for. That would be. Or do the George Costanza move that Kristen mm-hmm. did. Like do swipe on some things. Like I don't know if that is. They should make like a dating app that just has profiles instead of anything else. Like no looks, no age, and then just see who you connect with on that level. Actually, I did have a recommendation. Maybe they have it already. So my girlfriends were on the league and they were saying, oh, it would be so great if I could say, oh, I'm not into him, but I want to suggest it to my friend, like pass him on to my friend. If they could do, I don't know, does OkCupid do that? No, we used to have that feature where you could send a profile. We used to have that feature, but we're actually talking about bringing it back because we have so many situations like this where you're like, let me handle this. Just let me handle it. Yeah. You go on a date with somebody, you're like, yeah, you wouldn't be good for me, but my friend would be great here. Let me just send you her profile on the league or something. Oh, I wish I had friends. I would totally do that. (laughs) (laughs) So I have two questions. I'm going to ask them both so I don't forget what they are. 
One, do you get dinged for not starting conversations and having a million matches, but no conversations going? And number two, on Hinge, there's the feature where all of a sudden it'll say, did you meet so-and-so? And it'll say like, yes or no. And then like, do you want us to delete them from your thing? What good does that do that person or what good does that do your profile? Yeah. You guys are asking such good questions. Okay. So it does not hurt you at all if you never have conversations, but you have swipes. Doesn't hurt you. Okay. Does not hurt you. So don't worry about that. Secondly, it does not hurt you if... Oh, why Hinge is asking that question is they want to know if you met on the date. Here's a really wild thing. If you are Nike, you know if someone buys the shoes or not, right? Because they give you a credit card number and they give you a shipping address and the transaction is done. Right. You don't know. Right? Yeah. What's really hard about this industry is we often have no idea if you fell in love, if you met someone on our app and that's why you stopped using it. If you're just like over it, I hate dating apps. I hate dating. I will die with 47 cats, which is definitely a phase I went through. And so part of why Hinge and OkCupid ask you questions like that is we want to know how well is this working? And did we do a good job? Are these like, were you guys compatible? That's partly why we ask that questions. Also, if you go to delete the app on OkCupid, we'll say, hey, wait, before you go, just let us know. I met someone on OkCupid. I met somebody somewhere else. I'm just taking a break from dating. I don't want to tell you, fuck off. And if you tell us you met someone on OkCupid, we call that a happy delete. But a lot of people will not, not everybody answers that survey, but it's really just so that we can keep getting better and better. But you are not penalized at all if you say, did not meet up with this person. It's a way... It's for them to follow up. Okay. That makes total right. sense. Total, yeah. total sense. Yeah. Isn't that so funny that like we're in a business where it's actually just hard. It is hard to measure success. Yeah. Yeah. Because once we don't need you, we are done with you. You're done. And like, and we're so done. Like so I, done. the minute I meet somebody and can delete dating apps, I am like, it, right. Yeah. It's like throwing like old letters from a boyfriend into a, a pit of fire. You're just yes. like, Get out of my life. I'm so glad to be done with you. Get out. I never want to see you again. Yeah. And that's also what makes the the industry a little bit hard because you'll meet someone, you go on a few dates. Kristen's like, oh, he's great. Whatever. Okay, now I'm deleting the app. But it's then also a long path, right? To like, does it get more serious to move in? Do you get engaged? Do you get married? Yeah. Right. There's that time. It's the, the heartbreak of your job. It is. And they do work. Apps do work. Oh, totally. My sister met her boyfriend who's coming to visit me this weekend. They bought a condo with each other. She met him on Bumble. She met him on Bumble in the third week of the pandemic as well. (gasps) That's a cool story. I remember you told that story. That's crazy. They're still together. Yeah, they talked for like a month before. They went to a park and met at a distance like for a very long time. They're madly in love and they're coming to visit after two years of being together. Yeah, it's wonderful. So crazy. Mm -hmm. So I have another question because I am using apps and also making so many profiles for apps. And now, of course, the question goes away. Oh, (laughs) I've run into several guys who have sworn they've done nothing wrong and they get kicked off of Hinge. And they don't have any sort of like trial, like where you can go to a court and argue their own side. And so I don't know, do they try to get in touch with Hinge. I think they're missing a lot of good opportunity because like, I know someone who did try to get in touch and they still weren't let back on the app, but then someone else just used, got like a new phone number and then just put themselves back on the app. So 
why does Hinge do that? Are they just letting women say he didn't like, I almost picture it like women are being bitter. He didn't write back to me and I'm going to hit report. And then it just seems like Hinge just pulls them off the site. That's interesting. I hadn't heard that before. Typically, typically, because we all have these, basically these human teams that, okay, Cupid, it's like, it's a team of humans. It's not bots. It's not, isn't it so annoying by the way that you can't like with any company, like get a real person to like help you. But we have real humans because this stuff is nuanced. I can't have software that says, was this guy an asshole? Was that an unsolicited dick pic? Was he harassing her? We need real people to look at that stuff. Typically they're pretty, if you want to, block someone or you want to report them and get their account taken down, you have to tell us what happened and we can look. So typically, typically you're not getting kicked off unless you have done something. Like we won't kick you off if there's no story there. Sometimes someone will say there was harassment or something and it's hard to verify. We do tend to believe people when they say like, listen, this guy, this guy is harassing, whatever that is. It's not a perfect system, but they should write to Hinge and say, hey, I love this app. I have no idea what happened. Hinge should be also, when we kick you off, we'll give you an idea. We won't be like, it was a rainy night on a Thursday and you were inappropriate, my friend. Like, we will not do that, but we'll say, you violated our guidelines. And I think we say, like, unsolicited phone, whatever that was. And like, you're out, like, get the fuck out. But I wonder if the guys I'm dealing with are playing down what they've said, because I haven't seen actual examples, but I have had several guys say, I just got kicked off Hinge. I didn't do anything wrong. I've had that too, actually, where other, not even Hinge for other platforms too. Like even, I mean, that happens on Facebook as well. And it might be like a bot who's scanning for, I don't know. I don't know why or how this happens to people. Maybe their profile only has two pictures and they look suspicious or something. And then maybe sometimes, in fact, when I first joined OkCupid, another dating app, I got kicked off because like, this is a fake profile. And so it could also be that they think people you're fake. think you're a fake profile for whatever reason. And that's why they got kicked off. One of the guys was really handsome. Like he looks like an actor. Oh. And he got kicked off. Honestly, it seriously could be that they thought he was, he was fake. Was fake. One of my good girlfriends is this like stunning blonde and she would get kicked off a few times because guys are like, she's not real. She's not be like, real. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm fine with that. I think some beautiful girls and guys need to be brought down to earth a little bit. So if there is a little <laughs> inconvenience, a little harder. I'm okay with it. Yeah. All right. <gasps> well, we're going to wrap up our show, but Melissa, thank you so much for sharing everything with us. Melissa Hobley or Hobley? Hi, whatever, Hobley. Whatever it is, but she is the CMO of OkCupid and you have shared so much valuable information with us. Honestly, we could talk to you forever. You were just like adorable and fun. We always, not that we dread these podcasts, but there's certain times <laughs> where the person flashes up on the screen and then the first minute we're like, oh God, this is going to be work. But you popped on. I was like, oh, she's going to be fun. This will be a great podcast. Yeah. Hey, thank you so much. Yeah, you guys are awesome. Thanks for letting me throw stuff out there. I need to hear about the banter guy. I need the update. I'm happy to give advice to rip up profiles, whatever it is. But thank you guys so much for having me. I love what you're putting out there. And hopefully this helps people have time. And I know it's hard, but there's way more lovely, kind, awesome people out there that are looking for someone to have a beer with. And so like, 
do keep it up. Like, do keep putting yourself out there. Again, it's a, it is going to be the summer. We thought last year was the summer of love. This should really be the summer of love. This is the summer of spending. This is the summer of love. This is the summer of big parties. Like, this is the roaring yes. 20s that they were talking about before, I think. Yeah, so. the, this is the whoring 20s. It will be. And so it was originally the raging 20s. Now we've gone from roaring to whoring. I love it. The whoring 20s. All right, guys, you heard that. It is the whoring 20s. So get out there and start whoring with all of these lovely people. Get up and start whoring. I want to see you on OkCupid. I love it. New episodes of the Ask Win podcast come out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. Please go and subscribe to our show and share it with other men who need the advice that we share on these shows. They will thank you for it. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. 